This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. My daughter, little little Amelia, she's putting things in her mouth, uh, trying to eat everything. And yesterday she was chomping on something. I quickly realized it was a it was a big carpenter ant by the <laughs> looks of it when I pulled it out of her mouth. I was completely repulsed. <laughs> but I'm not alone here, Jim, because all morning long, parents have been sending in stories about things that they have caught their their babies trying to eat. Yeah. JD says, my baby tried eating cat poop the other day. I gagged for hours after. Uh, tr- There's a common theme running through here, Taz. Uh, Tree says, my poop? oldest... Yeah. Mm, uh, Tree says, when my oldest was around three years old, he actually scraped a piece of bird poop off a picnic table and went to eat it thinking it was chocolate. It was so gross thinking how close it came to his mouth. Uh, Cher says, not my baby, but my relative caught their baby in their crib covered in poop. We're talking okay. crib, baby, you name it. Baby was licking their hands. No. It's not going to stop reading the rest, but it's there's more. All you had to say is she was covered in poop, and we figured out. <laughs> let's, uh, so let's, ants let's... aren't that bad. I would yeah. say yeah. ants over the alternative, it sounds as, like. As long as it's not ants in your pants. Uh, let's sh- shift gears a little bit here. <laughs> Taylor Pipe says, my mom showed me a ladybug when I was a kid, and I thought it was a smarty, so I ate it. Um <laughs> Amanda Godette says, my daughter and I, when she was a toddler, we went to Walmart one afternoon. I was in the shampoo aisle as she was standing next to me. When I looked down at her, I could see she was chewing something. I thought, that's weird. She didn't have any food. I opened her mouth, and it was someone else's gum they put under the shelving. Oh, come <laughs> on, kids. You should uh, Bonnie, know better. <laughs> Bonnie says, uh, when my son was a toddler, he took a mushy rawhide, which is like a chew, like, I don't know if it's from a cow or something like that, but like skin from something, you give it to a dog, they'll chew it for hours. He took yeah, a yeah. mushy rawhide out of our lab's mouth and started chewing, shared his food, so he probably thought it was normal. <laughs> uh, Tammy says, just simply toes. I am disgusting by feet. Feet are gross and toes make me gag. Even ba- baby's kind of cute. Feet aren't like, yeah, baby's feet are cute. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, do you remember? I think we all kind of were there at one point, but can you get your fucking even get my foot near my face to chew on my toes? Yeah. No, anymore. when I was like uh, 14, I tried bending a lot down that way. It never worked. <laughs> Can't even make it past my, my belt. That was crazy. Trust me, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you for those. I feel a lot better about uh, about the ant that my little little aardvark was trying to chomp down yesterday afternoon in the living room. It'll be interesting to see how we do. We, as the collective, all of uh, society, how we do it, continuing to follow the rules that have been laid out during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, specifically, it'll be interesting to see how they do at Trinity Bellwoods Park in Toronto this weekend, Jim. Yeah, it was all over the internet, all over the front pages of newspapers, just a packed public park. International news. International news, yeah. People calling, uh, you know, Toronto a bunch of COVID idiots. So to combat the fact that people were too close to each other in this public park, they sent out one of those uh, machines that paints the lines on the soccer fields. And they started painting six-foot circles like all across the park so that people can sit in these circles and maintain their social <laughs> distance knowing that the next circle over is six feet away. 
I thought you were it joking so when stupid. you told me they did this, but then it, you posted a picture of of the the circles in Trinity Bellwoods Park on the uh, Taz and Jim social media pages. Yeah, is this is this really going to work? If they, if they can't follow the direction, stay apart from each other, is a line on the grass going to make that big of a difference? Yeah, it's just it's just another way to get people to f- want to fight each other. Realistically, when you put these like arbitrary lines down, then like once somebody crosses yeah. it, even though you know these these circles are six feet apart, to walk to the circles you have to go in between the circles, and then you're only three feet apart at best. <laughs> so it's already screwed up. But uh-huh. you know it'll lead to people going, "You're out of here, get in your circle." You're on my, I'm out of my yeah. circle. It's just going to lead to people fighting. There's going to be a bunch of circle jerks down there. <laughs> These damn circle jerks in the park. (laughs) Get back in your circle, you jerk. (laughs) No, you are the jerk. You get back in your circle. Don't tell me what to do in my circle. You're not wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask. (laughs) Put your mask on. I'm wearing a mask. You're wearing it wrong. I'm better than you. You're dumb. I'm smart. (laughs) It's just like a bunch of children, you know, like trying to order children. Like, you know, we got to put up rules out there, at least suggestions, but trying to enforce them are almost impossible. So you just got to give people the benefit of the doubt, I guess. I don't know. I I did post it on our Facebook pages here, Taz, and, and some people are weighing in. Uh, what Shelby says, in Toronto, where clearly no one listened. Yes, these circles are mandatory. Here, we're uh, in Hamilton, where people get get it. No, this is ridiculous, and the fact that it needs to happen is even more ridiculous. Um, Marilyn says, I like it as the as the overall number of people people can't be monitored. Uh, the police can actually enforce this. People need it. Nathan says, No, this is ridiculous. Treat us like adults. There have been uh, the chances of surviving are over ninety nine percent. This is unnecessary. And Terry says, and this is a good point. Do you really think people are going to turn around and go back home if they run out of circles? <laughs> oh, no circles, lads! Back on the bus. We'll try again next weekend. Uh, too many circle jerks down here already. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if us saying that there are circle jerks. In Trinity Bellwoods Park is going to increase or decrease the number of people who want to show up there this weekend. <laughs> and we've been saying when we finally get the green light, the go ahead to end social distancing and get back out there and mingle together, it is just going to be one giant F fest. <laughs> the F stands for fun, freedom, freedom and fun. Maybe there's another F in there. Uh, you figure it out. <laughs> Uh, here's a story out of Philadelphia. This is so funny. I saw this picture's gone viral on social media. Somebody in a South Philly neighborhood has been putting up, um, on telephone posts, posters that they have made. So they've been taping them to polls, you know, like they do. Jim, you do this for your improv shows. And if you have a a band, you'll go around, you'll just tape, uh, posters to, to polls around the city. This one reads, post-pandemic, pan-Philadelphia orgy, open call, space <laughs> is limited, submit inquiries via email, panphillyorgy at gmail.com. All applicants are subject to screening. Refreshments will be served. Wow. He's so lucky he got panphilly at gmail. 
panphillyorgy at gmail.com. I can't believe that it website was still available taken. or that email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, there's an Avengers theme to the orgy. Oh, it's neat. an Avengers themed orgy. You yeah, might see Thor's hammer. <laughs> they uh, found the people behind this. It's, it's a couple named Bob and Alyssa. Bob's a lighting engineer. Alyssa's a sex therapist. They've mm-hmm. been dating since December. They say initially they put up their the posters just to give their neighbors a good laugh, but they've gotten so many emails. They they now say the orgy is on. Oh they're doing my it. God. <laughs> when, wow. When they're allowed. Bob says, uh, I identify as heterosexual, but I'm open to new experiences. He's had some uh, some smaller group experiences, but nothing he'd consider an orgy. He's really looking forward to giving this the old college try <laughs> when <laughs> when they're allowed in Philly. I, I got to be honest, Taz. I'm a little nervous about uh, going to a small concert with a room filled with people about germs <laughs> I know. and c- coronavirus. Let alone, uh, you know, all. <laughs> All that the orgy will entail. I, I, even aside from the coronavirus, I'd be scared of the germs. So I, I think I'm going to take a hard pass. Is that always the way that uh, that orgies and threesomes start? By pretending it's a joke? You know, do, yeah. you always have to have the just kidding, I was joking to fall back on. Because they're saying that they put up these posters just to just to make the neighbors laugh and then decided that the orgy would actually happen because they got so many <laughs> responses. Right? You know, Maybe you, they you really just say, go with the flow. You always you always have to be ready to say, oh, we were just joking. <laughs> hey, you guys, uh, thanks for coming to the dinner party. What do you think? Uh, should we uh, turn this thing into an orgy? No? Okay, I was just kidding. Hey, guys, I got a bull. Who's got their keys? Ah, just Psych. kidding. Psych. <laughs> you guys want to swap? Swap partners? <laughs> right? We're just kidding. Right, guys? It's a joke. Right? Well, if uh, if you're in Philadelphia, looks like we, we predicted that one right. It's going to be a total F-fest. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Once the pandemic's over. Mm. I just had a little breakfast break there, Jim. That was good. What'd you get into? Uh, I had an egg sandwich. But okay. I, it was an egg sandwich done on the panini press, which I have really sparked up a love affair with over the past two months. It's It's been my culinary lockdown savior, the panini press. Got it. I think uh, a bunch of guys bought it for me. It was a gift at my bachelor huh. party. Odd. <laughs> and, yeah, they gave me a, a panini press. And I never busted it out until uh, until we were forced to start experimenting in the kitchens because we couldn't go out for dinner anymore. And now I, I'm putting every sandwich I make has to go in that panini press. And I'll give you a little tip. If you got one of these things, shred the tree, shred the cheese. You got to shred the cheese on the sandwich or the wrap before you put it on the panini press. That way it's a, a more even melt and it just really makes the, hmm. the experience that much better. I, got, I don't, I don't sure think I've ever seen a panini press before. Is it like a waffle iron? Is that what it looks like? 
Kind of? It looks like uh, kind of like a waffle iron. You open it up, and there's like the lines inside. There's two... Uh, there's sandwich makers as well, which I used to have when I was in college, where it you you push it down and it makes the cuts the sandwich in half. How lazy! <laughs> Do you remember those? No, no, but it grills it as well, so you can oh. make grilled cheese sandwiches. But it it cuts the the bread on a diagonal when you close the thing. <laughs> that thing not as good. The panini press is the best. It leaves the grill okay. marks on it. And you, I can't say enough about this thing. It, it really has changed my life. And I feel like there's a lot of people, uh, since we've all been forced to start cooking for ourselves, who have had similar experiences with appliances in their kitchen, maybe uh, recipes that they've tried, and we'd love to hear about them. What has your game changer been since we've mm. been in lockdown here in the kitchen? Is it a panini press? Is it the cast iron pan? Let us know. Toll free, one eight three three taz and Jim. one eight three three eight two nine six five four six is our number. You can call or text. You got one, Jim? I haven't I haven't used it myself, but I've enjoyed the fruits of the labor of this device that my girlfriend's just started recently using, the Instapot. Oh, yeah. Instapot's a good one. Uh, we yeah. got that a couple couple Christmases ago, and I was so skeptical going in. And my wife's like, oh, I can make a chicken. You can cook a whole chicken in six seconds. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's no way that's going to work. And sure enough, I'm exaggerating with the six seconds. It cooks like food yeah. that tastes good, legitimately tastes good, and it does it really quickly. It, I like how you said that you didn't believe because I think the distrust comes from all of the t the TV commercials we've seen during the daytime over the years, like the slap chops and all the crazy devices that they say are life changing but aren't necessarily or don't work as advertised but yeah. the Instapot is one like is the real deal. It works. I agree with you. Instapot's a good one. It's like a crock pot that takes 20 minutes mm -hmm. to cook an entire roast. It's pretty sweet. Instapot's a good one too. And we've got a call here. Good morning. Hi, I just wanted to defend the sandwich maker. I didn't give it a fair shake. It's terrible. It's awesome. So you didn't do it right. You got to put the bread, butter it, like a grilled cheese, put pizza sauce, cheese, pepperoni, whatever you put on a pizza, and then close it up, seals it like a pizza pocket, and it's awesome. It's like nice, melty, delicious. Okay. It's kind of a one-trick pony, though. The sandwich maker. It uh, it makes it, you know what we're talking about, right, Jim? You seemed a little confused. It it yeah. seals it around the outside and then it kind of seals it. So it does. It's it makes like cheese a maker. pizza pocket sandwich. Yeah, grilled cheese. But maker, that's that's not even a sandwich at that. But like, is that a is that a sandwich maker? Or is that a pizza maker? During lockdown, my saving grace in the kitchen has been the panini press that I never used. Until now, because we were bored of eating the same thing all the time, and it just really, it's it's really taken our sandwiches and wraps to the next level. This panini <laughs> press, I love it. Uh, text messages: What uh, kitchen utensil or appliance has changed your life now that you have to cook for yourself? What do you got, Jim? Hi, Taz and Jim. I just got a thing that is a toaster oven, convection oven, and air fryer all in one. Cooks meat super quickly and tender and juicy. Plus, I can fit a 12-inch pizza in there. I got the KitchenAid one for about 200 bucks and got rid of my old toaster.
I've heard a lot about these air fryers. Boss Brad is all over the air fryer. Says he makes the best chicken wings in town. Nobody can even come close with this thing. I, hmm. I, I've never used one before. Have you? No, me neither. But yeah, I've also heard Brad talk about it. He he's like the, the biggest ambassador. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's almost like he he's sponsored by air fryers. <laughs> can they be that uh, good? I, what can you do in an air fryer? Is it just chicken wings or can what I else I don't do know, do but last time I tried to cook chicken wings, I remember a Super Bowl party where we had a big old grease fire. And I bet you that doesn't happen Uh-oh. with an air fryer. Yeah, and you'd think if it's just being fried with air that it would be healthier for you as well. You would assume, or maybe that's what they want you to do. Yeah, sure. It's just air. I mean, I need (laughs) air. I breathe it all the time. I breathe it all the time. These chicken wings are good for me now. Might have to try an air fryer. Oh, look, now we're getting recipes for your Instapot as well, Oh, here we go. Fettuccine Alfredo for the Instapot. (laughs) Thanks, Caroline. Isn't that uh, one of the easiest things to make? <laughs> like, if you make fettuccine Alfredo, doesn't it take five minutes on the stove anyways? I, I've never made it. <laughs> you do, here's another text here. You don't need a panini press or a sandwich maker. Just use a George Foreman grill. I used to have one of those in college, and I used yeah. that almost every day. Yeah, I, I lived in an apartment, and we didn't have a balcony or, or yeah. a place to put a barbecue. So that was... Our apartment just stunk like grilled meat all the time because of that George Foreman grill. It does stink up. It does stink up a dorm real quick. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, totally. Other, other texts about uh, air fryers here. You got to air fry meatballs with barbecue sauce. You uh, you will never buy meatballs anywhere else ever again. Air fryer meatballs. People are talking about meatballs in the air fryer, I guess. Uh, okay. Another text, our quesadilla maker is fantastic. We bring it out every Hold few on. months, but lately it's been a hit. Wow, quesadilla maker. That sounds like a good one. I like it. I, I do like the melted, anything that melts cheese, I think, is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is fantastic. Because you can have all the same. Doesn't it taste less healthy when the cheese is melted? You know, it tastes like you're having a treat, but yeah. if you just make a sandwich, a cold sandwich with the same ingredients, you're like, oh, I'm eating healthy. But as soon as you melt the cheese, you're like, ooh, be a little naughty here. Because <laughs> yeah. it drips on your wrist and you lick it off. You're like, I shouldn't be, a be little doing naughty. this. The, the cheese is melted. Naughty, this naughty is boy. Not helping the COVID-19 pounds, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll keep them coming. If you got more suggestions... We all we all need ways to uh, to up our game in the kitchen right now. So you can call or text. I, I didn't realize. Did you know that if you go to the Weather Network, Jim, they also ha- like have a forecast for bugs. They have the bug really? report. That's interesting. To know how many mosquitoes and black flies are bad. It has mosquitoes, deer flies, and black flies. And it looks like there'll be some moderate mosquito activity over the weekend with uh, some low activity from the black flies and the deer flies. <laughs> good, hmm. good news. <laughs> As, if you're, hey, if you're camping or you're, you're planning to have a, a nice dinner party in your backyard, it's good to know if there's some bugs that are going to be buzzing around. Mm-hmm. Next week here with Taz and Jim, we are launching the Taz and Jim Father's Day Dad Bod Tournament Quarantine Edition. Usually we just do a a straight-up pageant 
where we have dad bods walk the runway, uh, show off their dad wear, their beach wear. <laughs> their personality a little bit, too, you know? Their personalities with a Q&A. Well, uh, we've, we've had to mix it up a little bit. Uh, we can't do like a live event, so we're going online with the dad bod, uh, pageant this year. You can enter online, and, uh, if you think you have a great dad bod, uh, y108.ca, fm96.com. You can go to either of those websites and just click on the, uh, Father's Day dad bod link. And you can get into the contest. We've got some amazing prizes to give away. Our friends from Keto Librium are on board. So uh, they're going to be uh, coming up with some great stuff to maybe help you uh, just just tighten the dad bod up a little bit at mm-hmm. the end of this. But it's, it's always a ton of fun. And if you've got a dad in your life who's got a great bod or you yourself is just rocking the epitome of dad bodiness, then uh, go online right now. Y108.ca, FM96.com, and uh, and click the link. Oh no, sorry, Monday, it'll be up there. So we'll give oh, you. Oh, so more. you can we'll still work you on your dad bod over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Stuff your face through the weekend. <laughs> Mow the lawn, have a couple beers. Yeah, green Monday, up them white New Balance shoes. <laughs> Monday, we're gonna give you all the details, tell you what the dads are gonna get and how exactly we're gonna be doing the pageant virtually this time around uh, on the show. But uh, we're excited to get back into that. Father's Day, not that far off. Everyone, start thinking about what you're going to do for your dads. I know, everyone's all about the moms. Dads get forgotten <laughs> quite a bit. Right, right, honey? Right, honey? <laughs> She's not listening to me. She never does. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.